This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto, which is bringing you flavorize.us. And it turns what you say on the internet into a unique flavor of gelato. So basically, like I signed into my Facebook profile and then I went to flavorize.us and it like analyzed my Facebook profile yeah. and, and like my current mood. It, I mean, it didn't it didn't like look inside my brain. I, I should clarify. I had no. to click what my current mood was. They don't offer that technology yet. And then it told me that my flavor, I mean, here's here's who I am okay. in, a, in a Talenti gelato flavor. I am coffee, liquor, pie crust. That sounds like a sentence with a subject and a predicate, but if you don't (laughs) read it that way, it sounds delicious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think it's going to be, I'm delicious. What if, what do you think Flavorize.us would do if you're like a hater? None of our listeners are haters, so it's irrelevant. Uh, what what flavor would go with that? It would be like... Angry Berry. <laughs> Angry Berry. Well, you can find out what you are by visiting Flavorize.us and flavorizing yourself. Yo, yo, yo. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today we are talking about one of my favorite foods. And I mean that, like, honestly. I may be the first person in the world to say that. This may be the first time you've been honest on the show. I know. In six years, this is the first time you're really going to... Yeah, this is... Hear it from me. This is the big reveal. Everything up to this point has been lies. So, Matthew. Yes. Do you want to know what one of my favorite foods is? Yes. Wait, does this mean that we're actually married? <laughs> oh, we, we said, because, because everything we said up to we this weren't. point has been a lie. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. We're actually married in spirit. <laughs> so, should we begin with a jaunt down memory lane? Yes, please. And for those playing along on the uh, Spilled Milk drinking game, I'm sure a mention of memory lane is worth something. <laughs> I, I I don't remember if it is, but anyway, oh, okay. it should be. Hey, let's go down memory lane. Did you eat lima beans as a kid? Yes. Not only did I eat lima beans as a kid, but I ate essentially exactly what we're going to be eating here. Okay, so wh- what are we eating right here? So this is some frozen lima beans that I have boiled according to the package directions and then mm. put a little salt and butter on them. Oh, my God. I love this. I forgot how tender they are. And... Mm. And they've got this, like, really creamy texture. As soon as I put them in the water, I got this nostalgic aroma Mm. rising from the pot. So 
like a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> so when you bought these, are they, are they called baby limas? Because that's often what I see in the frozen section. I could get the bag out of the freezer. They had they had some sort of uh, name that was uh, supposed to indicate like a particular heirloom variety. Oh, that's Maybe precious. Maybe it was Ford Hook. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love lima beans. Why do... Okay. Well, hold on. I'll, what yeah. is it, Matthew? Is it Ford Hook? Ford Hook lima beans. What does that no. mean? No, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. You know, I don't remember a lot of specifics about lima beans as a kid. Um, I just remember that I always liked them. Me too. And that I knew other kids didn't like them or that like they showed up in storybooks as like stuff people don't like. That's exactly like, yeah, like lima beans wouldn't like these. Right. And Brussels sprouts, right? I understand Brussels sprouts because yeah, they got that bitterness. Yeah, they can actually taste unpleasant if you cook them wrong or if they're just not very good or if you're a dumb kid if you're stupid um but like <laughs> lima beans so wait has it does anyone ever cook a fresh lima bean where would this happen i don't know see this was i was a little worried when you said we should do lima beans because i'm like okay i don't think i've eaten them since i was uh well maybe mm. maybe once or twice since i was a kid mm-hmm. i don't know anything about them i know there are dried ones and probably fresh ones that i've never encountered so is this like how it, how does this compare like Nutritionally, is this like a regular bean? What? I'm a nutritionist all of a sudden? Well, I was just always wondering, you know, do they have like protein in them? Because this seems kind of like a starchy vegetable. Um, It's almost got the texture of like a a, a really nicely cooked potato on the inside. Do you think you could make these into a puree? This episode is going to be 100% speculation. Mm, mm, And me... Me moaning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I've done with them, you know, aside from apparently like accept them as my personal Jesus, um, <laughs> is, um, God, now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, ma- I've made like a succotash with them, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, sa- uh, sauteed with uh, with corn, maybe a little. Have you ever cooked them from dried? Because that's, so frozen and dried are the two ways that I tend to see them. I, I have seen the dried ones, but I, I don't think I've ever cooked them. Me neither. Frozen lima beans are so great. Um, so there was this recipe in Gourmet in November of 2003. I wrote about it on my blog uh, sometime Whoa, not long after. you got a blog after. in 2003? I did. I didn't, but the recipe came out of Gourmet in November of 2003. However, uh, let's see when I did write about these. I wrote about these, oh my God, in 2006. So it's still 10 years ago. So it's the 10 year (laughs) anniversary of my writing about this recipe. That's why is going by outside our window. Yeah, you think this is Pride Week? No. We're taping this on Pride Week. No, this is Lima Bean Week. (laughs) You think this is Pride Week? You're right. It's not. Wait, what? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, yeah, so they're called Greek style lima beans. It was probably in that part of part of Gourmet magazine where they had like you know quick recipes. Mm-hmm. That part of like every food magazine where they have some quick was recipes. It, was it the part where people write in and say like you know I went to this ski chalet in Geneva <laughs> and they served me these braised lima beans with uh, fennel pollen and uh, yeah spiced air. It was that part. It was that part. Can you get the recipe for me? So anyway, uh, this recipe it's called Greek style lima beans and basically you take a package of frozen baby lima beans. I'm assuming you could use your Ford Hook lima beans, Matthew. I only use Ford Hook. <laughs> and you put them in a saucepan with water, some olive oil 
sprinkle um, some chopped fresh parsley nice. and some minced garlic and salt. And you basically just simmer them, you know, until they're tender, which, you know, like the recipe says 15 minutes. Does it really take that long to get them that's, tender? That's how long I cooked these and they seem perfect. So I'm going to say yes, that's how long it takes. So anyway, you simmer them and you basically wind up with these delicious, tender, garlicky, oil slicked beans in like a kind of a reduced like bean juice with olive oil. I feel like that's and it's so good. It's sort of like the recipes you see for those uh, gigante beans. Yeah. Yeah. So similar idea. They're a big, big flat bean. Big flat bean. God, I love me a big flat bean. Now, you might be able to answer this question, which has nothing to do with lima beans, because mm-hmm. you used to write for Bon Appetit magazine. So they've got that. It's called RSVP. Is that the column where people write in and say, give me, get me the recipe that I had mm, at from the least, restaurant? It used to be called RSVP or something. Okay. I don't know if it still is. Is there some like down on their luck intern that has to call all of those restaurants and say, I'm bugging you again for Bon Appetit magazine. Can you get me the recipe for your um, lima bean? I'm sure there is. Milkshake. You know, like I, I know sadly very little about the inner workings of Bon Appetit magazine. Mm-hmm. However, uh, you know, everywhere there are publications, there are poorly paid interns <laughs> who are doing really boring, repetitive n- nagging. I feel like I, you know, I used to, I used to be a food writer, and I would, I would write articles where I'd have to like call up chefs and talk to them about stuff, and I always felt bad, like I was wasting their time. Mm-hmm. And like if I was calling them to say, like, just send me some recipe that you probably don't have written out mm-hmm. in, and like, so right, they probably never had it written out. Right, I would feel. Just like I was calling up a chef and ruining their day. Because <laughs> you were. Um, yeah, exactly. No, but but it's a great mean. column. Yeah, no, I used to call up chefs and ruin their day. Mm-hmm. But that would this would have been even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so wait. yeah, I used to prank call chefs and say your <laughs> <laughs> your restaurant's on fire. <laughs> no, no, I used to be like, do you have Prince Albert in a can? That was what I always called. And them they were to like, say. what is that? Some sort of canned tomato variety? And no, I'd be they'd like, be like, no, we only have fresh Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> By which I mean some kind of penis piercing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a requirement for working in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so so wait a minute. What are these? Like, I think you probably did a little bit of Wikipedia. I did a little bit. Would you tell me what you learned? Did you say I did a little bit of PDA? I said you did a little bit of Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I did a little bit of Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, they are so most of the beans that we enjoy. Uh, are and none of the beans that we don't enjoy. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. Depends depends on your on your bean palate. Uh, most of the beans that we eat are uh, a single species, Phaseolus vulgaris. Oh my God, say that again, Phaseolus oh, vulgaris. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to be vulgaris about this, but <laughs> so that's like your kidney beans, your pinto beans, your um, I don't know what are some other beans, your black beans, yeah, gigante beans. Not sure about that one. Probably. Okay. Uh, so those are all Phaseolus vulgaris, like the common bean. Okay. Um, there are a few beans that fall into under a different species, and lima beans is one of them. So these are these are. Uh, oh. Well, you know, I didn't write it down. Uh, Phaseolus lunatus, I think. So like moon shaped. Um, soybeans and fava beans are also different species. That's so interesting. I mean, it makes is sense it to me. Really. No, it is it is interesting to me because I tend to particularly love like that that genre that is like flat beans. Yeah. So like runner beans, um, I, favas are okay. I wrote down runner Limas. beans. What what are runner beans? I don't know what they are. Oh, so 
I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. I'm sure maybe oh. I have. That when I was in college, we got a scoop here. When I was in college, the summer after my freshman year, I worked um, in a, a biology lab on campus. Oh, and um, we were sequencing the corn genome, among other things. But anyway, we had a corn field I on campus. Don't know if you've talked about this. I before, haven't talked and I about. I can't this. believe it. We had a small corn field on campus, and and part of my job, I would spend the mornings in the corn field, doing <laughs> things like weeding and cross pollinating. <laughs> What? Wait, wait and it a minute. was agricultural grade corn, so it wasn't like corn we were going to eat. But anyway, we had a small. Uh, I mean, uh, we also weren't going to eat it because we were going to like mash it up and put it in a centrifuge. Wait a minute. And then okay, I got wait, wait. oh, I got pipetman's thumb. You haven't oh. lived until you've had pipetman's thumb. Oh, I've been thumb. there. Yeah. No, I used to grow E. coli <laughs> in your uh, your intestines. Well, yes, but also in a lab. Oh, cool. Not the same E. coli. Oh, good to know. Anyway, but we had a small. Um, we had a small vegetable, like edible plant uh, garden uh, off to the side of this cornfield because the woman who ran the lab was a really good cook and was really into food. And there we grew. <laughs> and didn't want to do her job. <laughs> and didn't want to do her job. She was just like, great, I got this plot of land on Stanford campus and yep. I'm going to like grow some runner beans. <laughs> yeah, so, fuck it, you guys. <laughs> so I, so like one of I'm the I'm doing per- work here or something. One of the perks of my job, in addition to like getting Pipetman's thumb, is that I used to get to take home like excess stuff from her edibles garden. Oh, you got like a fucking work CSA. Yeah, it was amazing. So that was like the first time I ever saw a zucchini on on, on the vine. <laughs> that was the first time I ever saw a zucchini. <laughs> like, I now imagine was like, like pulling things out of this box like, oh my God, what's this? That's a tomato, Molly. <laughs> no, like, that was the first time I ever saw a zucchini growing. We all know you grew and, up in a weird religious cult where you weren't allowed to <laughs> see, see outside. a zucchini. Right. <laughs> because it was too suggestive. It was. Or a peach. Um, anyway, uh, and also that was the first time I learned about runner beans and uh, at least what we called runner beans they looked like green beans only they kind of were like a little curled they were like c-shaped okay and they were so tender and the little tiny bean inside the pod you could eat it pod and all yeah but the little tiny bean was very creamy like a lima bean okay so this all makes sense to me when you tell me that they are the same species as lima beans i don't think they are but they're they're wait a minute that was why i just went on this whole jaunt well also i asked you i think i think runner beans and lima beans are are both not phaseolus vulgaris but i don't know if they're the same species you don't know if they're phaseolus luna i don't know if runner beans are that okay and i know fava beans and soybeans are not because because fava beans are uh vicia faba and soybeans have Perhaps the greatest <laughs> Latin name of any vegetable. Oh, really? Yeah, Wait a minute. You You're not it? joking about this? I'm not joking about this. Okay. You want to know what the Latin name of soybeans is? What? Glycine Max. Yes! Doesn't that sound like a stripper? It sounds like a stripper or a superhero. Or uh, you can't. Or there's no, a superhero stripper. Of course. There's no rule that says you can't like, be both like of those. Like a stripper. I don't know if it would be male or female or maybe something in between. Maybe sure. this is a non-binary Absolutely. female or maybe a non-binary superhero stripper who can crush things between their thighs. <sighs> Isn't that what a stripper superhero would be able to do? Like I'm going to make you the pole. Yes. yes. <laughs> going to make you the pole. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe her catchphrase needs a, a little work. Ooh. 
This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Crane and Canopy, and specifically by the super excellent Nova Duvet cover. I've got one. Molly's got I've one. I've got one. We should we should specify though that we don't we're not sharing we're one not sharing because them. we do not share a bed. No, no. In fact, we have tried out two different sizes. Matthew has a queen size, and I've got a king size. So yeah, all right, you win. I <laughs> I hear the tone of voice. Except except. So let's talk about this. So what is different about this duvet? Like it, who? in this world likes putting a duvet on a comforter? I would say there's probably some person for whom that's their thing, but it's just one person. It's just one person. And good for them. Because usually, like, I mean, let's let's talk about this like you have a king-size comforter, right? I can't even imagine. Okay, so ahead. imagine, so you've got the opening of the duvet way down at the bottom, yep. and you have got to, like, somehow develop this super long, really what you need is, like, eight octopus arms that's to be right. able to work the comforter all the way up in there to the far corner and get it all situated, and meanwhile, you're breaking a sweat, and you have to, like, shout hour afterwards it's so exhausting well worse than that afterwards then you're you think you're all done and then you're like oh no i have to button all the little buttons at the end forget it so so crane and canopy has this really cool concept which is like they kind of looked at a duvet and they were like why are we putting the opening down at the bottom let's put the opening in the middle Uh uh-huh and instead of 17 buttons how about a zipper Boom. And of course, that's there's my a, new favorite thing to say in our ads. Have you great. noticed I just say it all the time? And of course, there's a flap over the zipper, so you're not going to like wake up with a zipper in your face. No. And in our case, so Matthew and I both uh, chose the same kind of duvet. It's like a, a really nice, sort of pearly off white um, with a gray trim. And so it's got this really nice, sort of uh, panel in the center with gray trim that conceals the, conceals the opening. Yes. <laughs> Every time I walk into my bedroom, I'm like, whoa, what hotel did I accidentally walk into? It's really. Once again, I'm waking up in a hotel room and don't know how I got here. But in this case, it's my room. So also this bedding is really soft. Um, It's what, 400 thread count, Uh which feels real nice on your uh, on your skin and all your 2000 parts. It's uh, (laughs) it's a long staple cotton, (laughs) which is very important to me. Uh Um, But and I love the uh, the way they've sort of made it look like a, you know, complicated top sheet. Uh, sort of tuck in like you would get at a fancy hotel, but it's actually just the design of the Nova Duvet cover. Totally low maintenance, I like know. me. I know. Do you do you generally use sheets or do you just use a duvet? Well, I use a, a fitted sheet, but well, I use a fitted not a sheet top too. sheet. I don't use a top sheet And in either. fact, that's something we should mention. You can order a sheet set from Crane and Canopy that includes a bottom sheet and pillowcases and no top sheet if, like us, you're not a top sheet I person. I love these people. I love uh, these people. All right. So you obviously, you want a Nova duvet cover. Stop stop fighting your, your duvet cover. You don't have octopus arms. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So why don't you visit craneandcanopy.com slash spilled to receive 10% off your order if you type in spilled at checkout. That is C-R-A-N-E craneandcanopy.com slash spilled and use the offer code spilled at checkout for 10% off. So uh, I understand that aren't fava beans kind of like toxic if you don't cook them enough or something? Well, is that- most beans are toxic if you don't cook them enough. Include, I mean, like like kidney beans are and and lima beans are, Mm -hmm. although I think by the time you get the frozen lima beans, they've probably already been cooked enough. So I guess if your thing is eating frozen lima beans straight out of the bag on a hot day, carry on, carry on. Fava beans have a thing that that a small percentage of people are are very allergic to Mm -hmm. um, and uh, get a disease called favism or fovism. Um, Hey, wait a minute. I just had an idea. Yep. 
So while we're continuing on with uh, with our uh, our superhero Glycine Max, I was really hoping we were. You know what? So does this does this superhero do they like get their power from soybeans? Like Popeye got his power from spinach. I think so. So do they like carry around like a can of soybeans? (laughs) Well, I think they carry around um like like a a package of frozen soybeans and like a little thing of salt. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking like a pocket full of edamame and like like maybe when they when they uh, peel open the edamame pod, there's like a, a sound like zoing. Yes. Because the power is starting to emerge. Yes. God, I love this superhero. What other things do they do? What other things do they use their stripper powers for? Do you think, well, I mean, do they they strip as they fight crime? Um, Mm. Do you know what? Maybe they use... Wait, Uh I I think I've got it. Okay. So you know how Superman has to go into a phone booth and uh, take off his his regular uh, journalism clothes and... (laughs) Journalism uniform. Superhero suit. Uh-huh. If you're a stripper and you, you get a call, you get off. like the 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 glycine max signal. Well, no, no, you don't have to. You don't have to take it off because conveniently you've already taken it off, and you can just <laughs> throw your suit on and and go. That's why glycine max is better and faster than Superman. Oh, you see, okay. I also get like a slippery feeling from the word glycine, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that they're. There's some salty lubricants. I get a slippery feeling just from thinking about this character. <laughs> okay. Oh God. I love this superhero. I do. So if anyone in our audience wants to draw like the the uh, the non gender binary uh, stripper superhero Glycine Max. I would love this. I so would much. so love this. We'll we'll put it up on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it. All right. Anything else about lima beans or? superheroes or fava beans or soybeans. I do have one question. So how are lima beans the same thing as butter beans? Yes. So they're the same bean. I think in some place in in places where they draw a distinction between lima beans and butter beans, I think like the butter beans are kind of more yellowish and flat than the lima beans. I just want to keep saying butter bean, butter bean, butter bean. Well, it's a great like diminutive pet name for someone, right? Oh, my sweet little butter bean. Yeah, Mm. my my sweet little butter bean. um, I never knew that you were secretly Glycine Max stripper superhero. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there is, uh, there's some business in Columbia City here in Seattle that has an awning outside with, you know, the names of the the people in the business. And it's, it's, Natasha Butters and David Butters. Oh, wow. And it just delights me. Wait a minute. And do you think they have like a child named like Bean Butters? I think so. But what kind of business is it? I don't know. I I drive by it not infrequently. And I I always forget to look at what they actually do because I'm so enamored with their names. Like I think that like Natasha Butters is like a like a um, she is the Robin to uh, Glycine Max's Batman. Oh, absolutely. Natasha Butters. Yes, with my, my sidekick, Natasha Butters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because what, what good is a bean without butter? Uh, good point. Yeah, wow. very good that's point. that's a great note to, to close on. This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Crane and Canopy, and specifically by the super excellent Nova Duvet cover. It's what four hundred thread count, uh-huh. which feels real nice on your uh, on your skin and all your two thousand parts. It's uh, <laughs> it's a long staple cotton, <laughs> whatever which is that very is. Very important to me. Uh huh. All right, so you obviously you want a Nova Duvet cover. So why don't you visit craneandcanopy.com dot com slash spilled to receive ten percent off your order? 
if you type in spilled at checkout. That is C-R-A-N-E, crane, and canopy.com slash spilled and use the offer code spilled at checkout for 10% off. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we'll probably, we'll definitely post a link to that gourmet recipe, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe y- maybe a succotash recipe? Yeah, that's possible. I'm not sure if I can find the recipe that I, that I made, um, but, you know, saute some corn and some lima beans. Just, just boil some lima beans and put some butter and salt on them. It's going to be it's the, gonna best be the best, best thing that's happened to you this week. I mean, while Matthew and I were recording this episode, we just ate an entire bowl yeah. of just lima beans. I, honestly, people, I had no idea. I, when Molly said, let's do lima beans, I'm like, really? Like, is this going to be like a, a hardship posting? You know, and, and I have to say what made me think of it is that this past weekend I was at this arts camp for high school kids in Oklahoma. Again, does this surprise anybody? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, they had, you know, the food is sort of what you would think it would be like steam table kind of stuff yeah. like chicken fingers. And um, anyway, but one day one of one of the vegetables was just this big pan of lima beans. And I don't even know if they had butter on them. And, you know, they looked kind of bad like lima beans mm-hmm. do when they're not fresh out of the pot you know that kind of outer like vellum yes. layer of skin kind wow. of crinkles and good, peels back use of vellum thank you i haven't thought about the word vellum in years i don't think i have either god i'm i'm now i'm just gonna find so many different ways to use it yeah never i haven't, I haven't thought about lithography or <laughs> other other <laughs> i like, don't know what that is i don't know what vellum is i know both of them are like obscure art vellum things. is like a like tracing paper okay it's like a translucent paper but anyway these lima beans looked terrible. I put a bunch on my plate and they were so delicious. They were like cold. They were a little bit like tough, maybe overcooked, kind of dried out. They'd been sitting on the steam table for probably an hour by this point and they were delicious. Well, I can say absolutely I'm going to make lima beans. They're going into the rotation and when they've been out of the rotation for so long. And I wish I could go back. If I had a time machine, that <laughs> is what I want to go back, go, go back, and, and do it all over. But I can't go, go back. back. No, no. Wait, who was that? Is it? Oh, any money? money? Yes. yes. I think we've sung that on the show. Before. I think we have. Well, in fact, I've I think got possibly two tickets to paradise. Won't you, you take you, my something? My hand. It'll be so we'll nice. We'll leave tonight. We'll leave tonight. Yes. Um, I, I think what happened just now is we actually went back in time to the previous time we sang that Eddie Money song, and you're hearing it again for the first time. What I was going to say is, if I had a time machine, now I know what I would use it for. I would go back in time, like 20 years when I started cooking dinner at home uh, as a grown-up type person, and I would add lima beans to the rotation. God, think of how different things could have been. I know. Man, I really uh. fucked up. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, mm-hmm. um, where uh, hopefully you can find someone's uh, uh, draw- depiction of Glycine Max. Yeah, I can't wait. And I want to make clear, I know that Glycine Max is not the species of lima beans. <laughs> Right. Right. You said it was soybeans. It was soybeans and still is. is. Which is why they, you know, they they eat soybeans as their like power food. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What's your power food? (laughs) Lima beans, obviously. Um, And so, yeah, that's Facebook.com slash Spilled Podcast. Uh, You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Take it to the max. Glycine Max. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Yeah. Yes? Okay. Okay. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.